Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. And we're back. Another another really cool episode of the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. And today we've got another guest, except for myself and Tony, as always. Um, Jamie, would like to introduce yourself? How's it going, everyone? So my name is Jamie Junery. I am personal trainer, owner of Instanti Fitness, Polyops, which is located in Dublin um, in the Lucan area, anyone that knows that. Um, I'm an online coach slash influencer, which I don't really like to believe in. Uh, say what we'll, we'll say is the same anyway. And um, yeah, so just, I'm just stuck in stuck in the in, in the house doing my home workouts lately. So um, I said the lads want to hear all about it. Yeah, no, 100%. First thing that popped in my mind there was the influencer thing. So dive yeah, yeah. straight into that. Like, you, you have a good large following on, like, Fill me in on like, do you hate that word or what would you prefer? Or it's just that? something. It's I, I always it's something I always get asked of, and it's like um, it's not something I strive to be. So it just kind of came with with territory or with, with with how you grow. Um, yes, I know I have. I always said I have an I have an influence on people. I had an influence on people when I was just a person trying to avoid clients. Do you know what I mean? But like as obviously influence online when you're growing, you're influencing people on the daily. Um, in a lot of um, larger proportion of, of people, um, it's, it's not something that I, I, I will will go around with on my chest. But yes, I know that I, I have that um, have that as as a as a whatever it's called caption or whatever. Um, yeah, I do know I have an influence on people. As I said, it's not something I be I be pushing or I be wearing on my chest proudly. But like, yeah, it's it's um, probably a compliment in some ways and forms. But there is a stigma behind it. I mean. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I think it's one of the things where it's almost, it's frowned upon that word. Like, it's actually like everybody that does it is a dickhead and they're doing paid promotions with fucking bronze tanned and shit, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not, like, we know you're not you're not doing that. That's the reason you're on because you can see the people who are, like, completely biased towards that. But as you said, you're going to have an influence on people's lives because you're, you're changing lives. So there's that big drive. Whereas if you said, no, I don't have, I'm not influencing people's lives, you're just completely lying trying to Yeah, yeah. Them. But I, I always say this, I, sort of some of the biggest influences in my whole life aren't online influences, you know what I mean? Like your mom, your teacher, football coaches, um, people's coaches, trainers, like personal trainers, they're a huge influence to people's lives. To say I'm better than them because of, because of more followers than them is, is that's why I don't like saying that, do you understand? Because like, some people can be an unbelievable influence to you or to a person and they don't have to even on Instagram. So it doesn't, it doesn't make it any more better or... That's why I always try to put it down because because when people say they're an online influencer, like it's nearly to say I'm better than you, or people think they say they're better than you. Which not, that's why I don't want to have that stigma and um, behind it. But like like I said, there's people out there who have a huge influence on people. You probably think of the top boy of influence in your whole life. You probably aren't even on Instagram or having having yeah. an influence to a large population because of the influence they had to you personally. You know what I mean? But yeah, it is. It's there's a stigma behind this. You do listen if you have followers, you have um. This is the thing going that you have followers, you have an audience, people, businesses and brands are gonna wanna pay you to get their get the them amount of people or to get your following to see their products and brands. So you can't 
you can't not knock the, 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 the guys for making a few bob, but if it's going against our morals and, and what they're actually all about, no good stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. not, it's not good going forward. It's yeah. like that skinny coffee that's going about, you know, where it's just like fucking you're going to shit yourself. Listen, there's, there's so many, there's so many things out there that, that no. it's, but, but like that, if you're, I always say it's up to the consumer to see you, like to actually go and do, I know you have these guys pushing it on them, but like it's up to the consumer to go and do the research and, and know that it's a load of shit that they're selling. Do you understand me? Like if you're buying a skinny tea because uh, you're seeing an influence pull up, I think it's nearly on you because you didn't do the research. I wouldn't buy something without research. No. I wouldn't go yeah. um, go to just say, I don't know, the shop and find a pair of runners without making sure that they're real deals. You know what I mean? What do you like checking reviews on them? Even like if I was buying a fancy pair of runners, I'd make sure I do a bit of research on them before or even try them on before I do anything. People are just seeing and buying. That's their own fault, to be honest with you. They're getting caught, they're getting caught in it. Yeah. I think that's true because that's, that's like where people are afraid of that. Would you agree, Mickey, or what would you say? I think, see, I kind of, I'm, I'm, the whole fitness influencer thing for me, it isn't a bad thing when, as Jamie said, you have a duty of care, you have a large following, you know, you, you can, a lot of like, a lot of my influences in life are, as Jamie said as well, are not on social media, and I think a lot of people would have got value out of them, but it just makes it easier now that there's social media to to give people value. I just, I remember, like. Rob Lipset of all people is he's an influencer, but he, he always said that he hated that tag, that he wanted to be a, a content creator because of the, the stigma yeah. about fitness, uh, about influencers. And I don't think, well, Rob's not the worst of them out there. And he actually does do a good, a, a bit of good content, but there is that stigma that everything you see on Instagram or coming from a certain, certain people is, is a sales tactic. And I think that's 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 bad in a way because there is a lot of good people out there trying to give good information. But yeah, this is this is the thing with it. The only thing with growth, with the more the more you're pushing yourself and the more you're growing an audience and um, being you, brands want to get on. on brands want to um, be affiliated with you for yeah. the way you promote yourself. So, and that's why I would say to people, yeah, I've worked with a lot of brands lately. Um, well, I have done a good one now. Um, and because of how I how I promote myself, how I go about my life, and and obviously if they want to pay me for being me, but then and obviously the product or brand goes hand in hand, something I use every day, something that I genuinely believe in, then I'm gonna work with it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna push a brand that that's mine. it's like me pushing my own gym. I have to push it. It's mine. It's, it's what I believe in. So I mean, it's, it's only when when the stigma comes around, but they're actually pushing things like you said with the things that don't work, things that aren't true to the, to themselves, and um, but like, like I said, if, a, if an influencer has uh, products and brands that, that's their own or, or something they believe in and they're, and they're using their, their following to sell them, you can't put them down for that. They're, they're making money like a, like a salesman would go door to door or um, yeah. someone in, in Air Mobile, would, if you went in to buy yeah. Mobile, would be trying to sell you the iPhone. Everyone, everyone, that's their job. Just because they're doing it online and people have a say, that you have a stigma behind it. Do you know what I mean? And I think people can kind of be too quick to jump on and be like, look, who's they're selling this, they're only trying to make money, blah, blah, but that's their job. It's because you're seeing them every second of the day doing it. But no one goes to your walk and say, look, what are you selling? What are you doing? You know what I mean? It's just, it's just there is there is a lot more um, concentration on them to be getting on them, on them trying to make trying to make an income or, or, or a living from it. I know they do, people make a lot more than, um, make a lot of money out of it, but like, at the end of the day, they're actually trying to make a living. And once it's, 
selling something or or, or um, pushing something that you that you genuinely believe in or 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 um, you have a passion about, you can't fault them for that. Like can't blame it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think she needs even that. It's trying to actually collect it from like. I'm the victim and these influencers are attacking me. Like, you can either hit unfollow when you don't have to buy shit. Like, 100%. I'm sure, I'm sure you know, like, whenever an ad or something pops up for you, don't have to buy something. Like, every time no. I get a hot tub that pops up on my fucking thing because I talked about it once about a fucking year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's mad, so, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, have to buy that. I don't start getting mad at the fucking lazy spot. No. no. Whereas, I think, as you said, it's because I think people almost like to sort of dislike some of them, sort of go, well, he's an arsehole. But that's everyone. Everyone has, been, uh, for some reason, a negative comment is, is more common than a positive comment. Um, and this is something that I try. I try always push out. I need a little, a little not a rant, kind of. Everyone's being more, more active on social media lately, and it's great. It's great to see. It's much better than just than the usual. I just I said it. Um, in my story last week. It's much better to see a picture of you on holidays. People are actually going up and talking on the camera for the first time, vlogging for the first time, talking about how they've been, what how they're feeling, going through all this. One of the four care videos, little things that we haven't done before. Um, and I put up a positive thing, like, fair play, because I know it's hard to do. I know how hard it was, and I started creating content, how much of it, um, how much I felt of, was the people like me, or panicking, like, or I hope, hope this is beneficial to someone. All these things run through your head, so I was kind of the same on the fair play, they were getting more active on social media in different ways than they were before, because there was a, nearly a negative. Because I know there's a negative saying on people when someone puts up a video for the first time, talks to them, who do they think they are? Do they think they're do they think they're like, like do they think they think they're Rob Lipster? If someone's putting up a workout video or, or a work or a nutritional advice, like you don't have like Rob Lipster wasn't Rob Lipster before he started off. You just yeah. used to because you met them. Or like these guys, you have to start somewhere. And for you to start, there's a negative. There's always a negative. The most common thing is someone negative on you saying like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Like just because you've Ex, not, just saying no no followers you have to start somewhere everyone has to start and get, gain confidence and gain followers doing something but if you truly believe in what you're saying and, and what you're promoting and, and you're enjoying it and you feel better and I said once you're feeling better after you talking on camera for the first time keep doing it you know what I mean yeah, yeah like it's, it's the people, who, people who's leaving the negative comments they probably need to look at them, them what, why it's not even on. it wouldn't even be a negative comment on, on I don't think it's a, not that it's a negative comment on left on the post or left it's always yeah, I, I, it's always someone saying out loud, you know what I mean? And, and that's why people come on. I know I've seen guys come on saying like, oh, I know I'm probably wrecking your head because he's thinking of the negative thing he thought about someone else. Because yeah. everyone, everyone, do you ever understand? Like, like we've all done it before. We've all been like, who does he think he is? And blah blah. And then you kind of, when you kind of come out of that circle of negativity, kind of like people to be around. You kind of like, hold on a second. That's not good for anyone. Me saying who does that person think he is? Or look at him with this and that. I'm not going to benefit off that. So what I learned a long time ago is that. I'm genuinely going to focus on myself. I'm only going to be looking at myself. I couldn't tell you what so-and-so is doing down the road or the excellent because I don't care. You know what I mean? Not that I don't care in, in a sense that like, I don't want anyone to, do, to to not fail or not succeed. I, I, I genuinely say if I concentrate on what someone else is doing, I'm going to take the emphasis on myself and, and the success I want on myself. But the thing is, with negative people, the reason why they're always in a, in a row or never growing is because they're focusing on the guy who's doing well down the road and look at him, blah, blah. And, We've all probably been in that circle in some stage of life, having that negative feeling upon someone else. So when someone comes on for the first time and says, oh, I know I'm probably wrecking your head, or no, I'm not usually doing this, I'm probably going to slag for this. It's because the negative they had on someone else, and it's human. But like, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I just want to say, it's, it's too, too normal to, to think like that. Where we shouldn't be, we should be saying, no, fair play to you coming on, mate, and telling us how you're feeling, how, and how you're getting through this, or how fitness is helping you, or how 
Oder now your cloud girls, but cloud hard learning for that. Because I, every girl on, on the on the cloud hard yeah. learning. It's not making you feel better. Just do it. Don't be worried about what ten girls like. Oh, who does she think she is? She thinks she just uh, I, I, Ellie Kelly putting up her uh, Ellie the on on Instagram that client mind. Does she think she's holding? Like, no, you're you, and you can you can put up a cloud hard if you have two thousand followers or you have a bunch of followers. No one cares. Do it for yourself, not for anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very true. I think uh, it's bad to say, but I think uh, as Irish people, we're begrudgers to new stuff. Yeah, like in LA and Vegas, like everyone's walking about with their cameras and they're doing their thing and they're live streaming and uh, people of all ages. But then in Ireland, they can even there, like in Belfast, you'd rarely see it. But in Dublin, like you see someone doing a bit of live streaming or or vlogging, and you can just see people Listen, going I, past them. I was, I, I do it. When I went traveling, or when I went traveling, I had my phone out. I didn't literally have my phone in my hand. I could have been in a shopping center in Bangkok. I could have been in um, in the middle of Dubai, floating around, phone in my hand, did not care. Just when it comes to, to Dublin, there is a little bit of that yeah. in your head. You have to, like, it's, it's like any heat. The more you do it, the more you forget about it. The more you forget about it. But when I, when I, I just noticed that, like, like you said, when I came home from traveling, when I started taking the phone out, there was a little bit more I, I looking. Maybe because I, I knew people actually genuinely know who I am. If I, if I do take it out, or yeah. like, oh, there's your man, or, or, or even, not even like that, or just look at it, like, what do, what do you think he's doing? But when you're away in different countries, you don't, well, I didn't care, you know I mean? Because I didn't know anyone. Yeah. And it's probably, like like you said there, it's probably Irish people do have that begrudgingness in them. Yeah. Which is always in the back of your mind. Because, like I said, you know you probably be good done before and, and when you aren't going through a good time it's, it's easily done you know? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I know I've done it but like I'm, I'm one of these fair people if I know if I do something and it's not a good thing and it's not and it hasn't got a positive effect on me like I'm like that's not I shouldn't be doing that you know what I mean so I quickly rectified that um, that thought process because it's not good for anyone it's not good for you it's not good for the, for the person you're, you're having a negative thought on or your um, negative comments on it's not good for anyone anyone going forward Um. But yeah, I think Irish people do have that bit of begrudgingness in them. Yeah, I think um, it's it's just it always just found it, and it's I don't know, it's just it's just a it's a real Irish thing, as you said. You know, when you're traveling, people people are a lot more open, and they're just kind of get on with the world and worry about their own life. And you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of sort of person where I'm happy to see other people doing well, and I know Tony's definitely the same because all hundred percent. People don't want it. People aren't bad people. If you don't want to see you do bad, you just don't want to see you do better than them. Yeah. And, that's, and that is one of them. That saying is so, so, so big. I know you've, I've always noticed that. And, and this is the thing, right? Here's, here's my output on, on this. Because, like, in, I say, I don't know what's like in, in you know, we're kind of going to politics, like, sort of things. In Dublin, there's like, just like, it's kind of a prism of, of society where, like, that there's, there's, yeah. a, there's a posh side of it, and it's, it's not. And I don't come, I come from, to be honest, I come from one of the worst areas in Dublin. Never let that hold me back, and um, never let that affect me in school. But like, it, it is where you come from. But like, as soon as, well, as soon as you start to say, going to events, I was going to events and stuff like that, talking in Ireland and talking to people like, where you're from, as soon as you say where you're from, it's like, like as soon as like, put you, nothing to put you down, it's like, what are you doing here type of things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like, it's all, and that social prism, um, is where, where we're going with this. Um, that social prism is a big thing in, in, in Dublin and it's like no one wants to see you doing better than them but it's a lot easier where I'm from unfortunately right when you're doing well in a disadvantaged area it's a lot easier to do better than someone else so you have a little bit more of the goodness 
uh, where I'm from, yeah. then you probably would in I don't know in the in the, in the posture areas because like so, um some people like it's very hard if you're out in Fox Rock, no offense anyone for Fox Rock, right? This is what my my outlook on this prism, as I said. Uh, you're out in Fox Rock and you're doing well as twenty five year old. It's very unlikely that you're doing better than anyone else on that road. Do you understand me? Yeah, no yeah. one's on the road is gonna or no one in your area is gonna be like that that begrudging is not gonna come out until I don't know, you get to a certain age where where it doesn't really matter. But for me, I found that because I was doing well at such a young age, I opened the gym when I was 19 years of age, started driving a nice car, 21, 22, that I felt that kind of negative, um, there was negative thoughts on me early on because if I'm from a disadvantaged area where no one really does anything, very young, and the unemployed in the area, and you have successful business, a nice car, the eyebrow goes up, what's he doing? Who's oh, he exactly, is? yeah. And it's, and it's just, yeah, it's just normal, do you know what I mean? And like, it's something that I could, I, I was kind of at the start, kind of with the chest, I was like, no kind of fighting against, but like that's just the way people are. People are gonna have a negative because people are always gonna look. I've not helped tell you how this age, have this and that. Not saying I'm well off or anything like that. But as a young age, I kind of copped on as like this is what I need to do to be successful. And yeah. like unfortunately, the area I, I, I'm from, other people didn't do that, or, or that's just because of the education system we're in. Do you know what I mean? Like it's very hard for us, um, like at 14, 15, 16 years of age for me, and anyway. With my mum and dad who were unemployed, didn't have a, any any background education, like they barely did the junior stage. How are they supposed to tell me that education is the right route to go? They don't know. Do you know what I mean? And how? And so I had to learn that for myself. And thank God I did. and went on, got my education, and became qualified, and, and opened the gym, and, and just with that. But other people in the area, unfortunately, didn't have that savvy or, or or probably um didn't get the look to, to push on for that. And like yes, they're going to be good because they had no education to, to tell them that. You could have been in a better situation if you did put a, put a bit of effort into school and stuff like that. But like, this is the thing about this, like I said, the social prism and, and the different parts of society. Sometimes it's harder to get out of the bottom. Um, but when you do, you can obviously catch up. It's a lot harder to get out where, where I'm from than it is if you're in a different part of, of society. Do you think uh, that is sort of, like, see that negative sort of connotation with like doing well? Do you think that sort of relates to like, your success is a spotlight where they feel. So like, do you know where somebody puts like an unreal picture on their, an unreal shape and the first thing people do is probably DM each other and go, Roy's on such and such. Yeah, 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 I understand. Whenever you think deep down, the person, the reason they're probably doing that is because they've tried to do that and they failed. And then it's the same as like if somebody launches business or they start singing on Instagram. Yeah, so I, it was just, I think that is the clear thing. There's always, if you there's always a thing behind someone, someone obviously, oh, Fair play on book, and there's always some. Do you reckon he's this or do you reckon that? Did ever know what people do that? Like, it's yeah. like fair play on. I think he's in great shape, but do you reckon he's on this or do this? Why is there always always a negative? But like you said, because people know how hard, how sorry, because how fucking hard it is to, to achieve something. Yeah. Like, like listen, it's it's very hard to be in unbelievably in unbelievably good shape long term. So people always think, like, geez, he must be. Must be taking steroids or um, must be doing something that's illegal to, to, to look like that. Same thing with a business. He must be doing this. He must be doing that. And and like I oh, must have got a look from this and that. Or all these little things come into people's mind because they know how hard it is to be to um to get to to succeed at something or to to, to make yeah. something work. Do you know what I mean? So like I think it's like you said. I think it's people's own failures coming out in negative saying like oh, I tried that far. I wouldn't even try that because it's that hard. How does he have? How do you look like that? How do you have that? How do they achieve these things? And, and like you said, there always is a negative. There's, there'll always be a compliment and then a negative at the end of it for some reason. I don't know what that is. Uh, 
I am. Um, Did you notice when he paused there and the swear word is in? Like, should I say that? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm always cursing. I'm always cursing. But see, listen, you can't take that away. Even with, um, I was trying, I was trying not to do as much social media. We cut it down a little bit, put the, put the phone aspect on. But um, yeah. yeah, but listen, that's the way I am. I'm, I, I course, but yeah. say how it is. Um, even with, even with clients, I'm going to tell you how it is. It's, 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 it's straight, you know what I mean? There's no point beating around the bush. Um, that's who I am, and, and, and I can't really hold back. And sometimes I'm a, I'm a lad from Dublin, and, and no matter what, where I am, that'll always come out with me. <laughs> yeah, people, uh, people like realness. We, me and Tony, we've talked about this actually a lot this week. Um, people want real. They don't want, uh, they don't want the the polished version of anything. They want the they no. want the real you, and they want the 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 warts and all. Once uh, once people buy into what you're saying, they want they want the kind of they would just want you to it's, say it straight. Yeah, I think I think people like the realism um, lately, especially obviously with, especially with the fitness scene as well. Do you know what I mean? Like sugarcoating some things and telling people they're gonna be they're gonna be in great shape and do this and do that. Like I don't bullshit people. I say, listen, like it, it all depends on where people's heads are at with their own goals. Um, because obviously that's what that's one of the main things I do is try help people transform their bodies and stuff like that. But like if you can't sugarcoat things or, or feed someone bullshit because it's 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 like selling a bleeding skinny tea. It's like it's the exact same thing. It's like selling any other um meal replacement uh, product. It's, Bullshit! If you if you and you, and you're only going to put your own name in jeopardy if you do do if you do say those things. So like yeah. you have to tell people from the get go. If a lad texts me and he, or just say just say if a guy texts me and he's um, moderately overweight and he's saying to me oh, I want a six pack in six weeks, I'm going to say no. It's not going to happen that easy. You know what I mean? Like and if it does, we're, we're going to have to do some serious serious work that probably won't have any good to have any good effects to your long term. So like you can't bullshit people because at the end of the day, it's my name or it's my um service that's going to be in jeopardy if you do do that yeah it's, it's the realness as you say there um, like Mickey did too I think people are as we went in the influencer stuff and all there's it's not that they're sick of seeing you do well but they want to see like family life they want to see the downs they want to see the ups they want to see it yeah. all rather than just a highlight reel on your Instagram whereas you see that all people really post is like me and a holiday me and a night out me and this and it's all the good yeah. things whereas nobody puts up and goes uh Fuck, like for example, I was telling Mickey before we came on here, like I was moving some of my gym equipment from my house to my missus there yesterday, and I put my headphones on top of the car and drove off, and guess where the headphones went? As soon as I braked, they went clean out in front of me, and the car just went clean. Oh, no way. Yeah, but I, like, I didn't put that up straight off the bat, but I will put it up on a dare too. But the thing is, most people would be like, no, 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 where's that? No. Like, I was like, fuck, but yeah, it's yeah. that realness I think that people want because yeah. everybody gets that. Even if you, if, I know some people, you don't want. You don't want obviously a downer either. Like I said, like too much downer. But like people, people I found like I'm trying all I'm trying all over how to grow on, on social media and obviously for to benefit business and, and and my life. And like the people do want to see more than just me going to the gym and, and eat healthy. Like it's, it's and if you if you don't like that gets boring even for me to post. You know what I mean? So like you have to have another side yet the travel side, um, the the actual personal the personality around yeah. who you are you know what I mean and that's what people buy into exactly what you said even the, the bad times like talking about what you've gone through and how you felt in, in, in a bad in a in a bad stage of your life or, or like you said bad things that happened to you I think I know a lot of people don't so I think well, if you do that do talk about them things people buy into you a lot more they'll feel um, they'll, they'll feel more what do you call them um, you just yeah. feel like you know you're more and feel that connection towards you which is 
there's going to be better for you long term. But like I said, it's a lot harder for someone to bounce up every day and be Brian on camera or, or talking about how the bad thing that happened to them today. But like, I think sometimes when you do talk about those things, you feel a lot better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's making it more personal too. People people feel like you've let them in, so they're more likely going to invest time in, in the you. I think it's, I don't do it much on my social media. Um, just, I like to keep my kind of. It is hard to do. Privately, it is hard to, it's not like, it's not something that you're going to go, like, I'm going to go on today and be, and be very personal and, yeah. um, tell, and have a sub story for people or tell. It's hard to do that because it, even you as a person, you don't want to, like, we don't want to show weaknesses in even, like, you wouldn't, if you, if you were upset, you wouldn't go into a, into a family member or going, oh, I wouldn't anyway, you know what I mean? So you're always going to be upset yeah. about it. But like that, if you do open up and, you're, and if you ask, say, if you ask something that's on social media, you do open up, you will have a better connection with people. Because to be honest with you, my job half the time is, hey, like, seeing what is wrong with people. So, like, yeah. some people come to me and you have, like, eating disorders and, uh, and overweight, underweight, whatever it may be. But we have to find out what, what, what's the reason for this. People, like, usually it's not, I have a story for a point, it's usually it's not, it's not, it's not to eat and they don't just love food, that's why they're overweight. There's always something kind of in the background. Yeah. And for me, we have to kind of open. What, what a, good, a good person trying to tell you is like if you open up your, your clients, you'll, you'll get them in better shape because that has to be more than just like, I want to get in shape or I'm eating bad. But why are you eating bad or why do you want to get in shape? Because I feel this way. And then when you open up the feeling part of it, you can get you can get to the soul of it a lot more. Like I had a guy, friend of your stone, and me, um, we didn't really talk. It was kind of like he kind of break down these barriers in personal training, and and like he was he was overweight. It was kind of struggling. and after a month or two, he was kind of getting okay results. And I was like, okay, so right, we're only getting here, blah blah. And we I expected more in the first month or two when he was like, oh yeah, he's mate, I'm just going through a breakup with my missus. We're up for ten years, blah blah blah. And I was like, okay, that's perfect. I need to know that. I need to know how why you're here because you're here. Um, if you're here for for that reason, that means that's a deep reason. But that means I can. I can motivate you in a different way. It's not just like, oh, we need to get you in shape for this holiday coming up. No, there's a long term. If you're in a long, long term, um, you're feeling bad long term, we need to make you feel better long term, but over a gradual time. And not over time, we opened up more and more. And, and as he was opening up more and more, he was believing in more of my coaching and doing, as I said, more. He's believing in me and was like saying, okay, he knows what he's yeah. talking about because of the connection we had. Like, it's no point me saying, like, oh, listen, I know everything, but like, if he doesn't believe in what I say, or if we don't have that connection, he's not going to believe me. We end up getting him down to like 14 stone, and he was 20 odd, and, and, and he has, he's newly married now. And, but like, it's all because of what was going on behind the scenes, not just because I, I, I like food and that's why I'm overweight. It's not usually like that. It's always something deeper. So that's we have to break down, we have to break down these walls as a trainer, as a coach, and get to, and get to, um, and get to the, the, the nucleus or the, or the, the core of wider, Feeling how they're feeling, why they're 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 overweight or underweight, and then then you then you work on that. Yeah, it's it's the subcon it's almost getting like the subconscious slightly of where they are. Like for example, if a young lad comes to me and he's sad, he's eighteen, he's just he's never really been in the gym. Like right, well, why do you need to get in shape? And he goes, oh, because such and such. He's just like, oh, I want to get big, and I'm like, yeah, but why? And he's like, well, like it gets you more attention. I'm like, right. So the first thing is, you're not getting enough. Why do you need more? And then he's going, well, I don't feel like I'm enough. And I'm like, we're starting to get closer, and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. I want to put on muscle to you want girls like you. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. You know yourself, even you gain muscles. It's not that; it's the confidence that builds it. Yeah, and I think it is. It's getting to like the the root, and I think that's what a good coach does. And I honestly yeah. think you know where you get a cracking result with somebody. It's always the ones that you can connect with best and get in there. Whereas 
that's why I think it, it, you'll see in the fitness industry all you fucking hear about is calorie deficits, calorie deficits. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But what I, boy, oh, this is my, this is my thing. This is what I don't. This is what I'm saying about coaching and personal training. When you've done years, you know yourself. If you're doing years of personal training, and coaching people in the, in the like, in the trunks, as we say, like the early mornings, blah blah. You know, you know people. You know how to coach people. You know how to work with people. You know how to kind of break the barrier down, as I said, and get people results, which is the most in the head. How you get people results, break down that barrier. You could have all the information in the whole world, right? But be absolutely brutal at connecting with a client, right? Yeah. You, the only way that client is going to actually buy into what you say or, or, or your knowledge is for them to actually believe in you as a person. Like, someone could believe, someone could know everything, but you could have no belief in them. They're not going to say what, they're not going to do what you say, even if you know everything that's that that you need to know to get in shape or get the results, you're not gonna you're not gonna do it. That's what even I'm seeing influencers going from and this is not this is kind of kind of bug me your day, but like listen, each their own blah blah. And and it was there are some influencers just because just say they have a bothers and they're going to do a PT course and they're selling online plans, which is all all good. He's like I said, just the consumer to to see how it to buy themselves, it's all to sell. But when you are in the trunks and you are doing your your PT um your PTs and your and your online clients for years and years you know people more than that that person. So, like, as well as that, I'd always do my research on, 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 like I said, research on the If you're if you're looking for an online coach, look at that, like the background and how many how many how many years have you got with clients? How many have you been a PT before? Because you've been a PT, you've been personally one to one with people. It's a lot different than someone having a hundred thousand followers and deciding to sell a few plans on 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 social media because that that's not good. Well, like, but then again, it's up to the consumer. Like I said already, it's up to the consumer to to do their research and say, okay, well, has he got um, previous clients? Has he, has he done any, any work in his bar instead of just yeah. getting a few followers and doing a PT course online and selling a few plans? So there, I can see, I've seen a few other personal trainers who are probably just kind of starting off and have well more um, rapport and, and one-to-one skills based but having enough followers snapping at the fact that these are doing this. But like I said, it's each their own. You have to make sure that the consumer needs to know, do their research before you buy anything or, or, or get coached, to be honest yeah, I think uh, it, I actually like the term coach better than the term trainer because I think the and especially in this day, and, especially in this day and age, uh, uh, there's a lot more than just getting someone fit, as you said. You know, you get you have to get them emotionally invested into wanting to change long term. Like you know, you're 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 you and Tony both do body transformations. And anybody in twelve weeks can get someone in shape, but the real the real kind of takeaway is what are they going to look like four weeks later? Like you yeah. can you can malnourish someone, you can diet them down to fifteen hundred calories and get them in See good for them an hour and a half. Up, yeah. yeah, but it's the four weeks later that you want to look at them and go, "There he is." That, I think that's the big selling point. Where yeah, uh, is it is it really life changing or is it life changing for that uh, week period? Not even a week period. Some people's only a couple of days because of that. Uh, you know, they're that drained and the, the after the after is what you're exactly talking Yeah, hundred percent. It's the it's the long term effect and the long term the long term um advice or sorry the long term how would you say is um benefit for the clients. Like, you know I mean, I, and, and yeah. it's up to you to. Be able to look after your clients long term. Like, like I said, I, I, like let's be honest. If you're if you're half decent trying to you know you can, you can cut their carbs and lower their water, and they're gonna look lean for all week, six weeks. But like, where is that gonna teach them going forward? Yeah. They're not gonna learn any any nutritional skills at all. You're gonna think that oh, if we're going on holidays, I'm just gonna cut every carb and we do it, and not drink water for two weeks for or drink any water. 
the minute you have a carbon drink water, you know this, you're going to put it back on on the second day of holidays. So it is a worth, like, literally killing yourself mentally yeah. for, for like, six weeks before it, and you're not learning anything. And then you know what for a fact, when you hit that holiday, you're not going to carb load, um, like, gradually. You're going to just go, boom, all on top of oh, it, and yeah. you blow up like a bleeding balloon. So, like, this is the, this is the thing. It's all about the, the client's health and benefit going forward, long term, because we... Like we as, as trainers, we don't want someone for eight weeks, six weeks. I want someone my client for a year. So that means I could do like a longer process. I know it, it doesn't young young functions I need for a year. But when you help them gradually eight weeks you have a bigger plan and you and sell them the plan, yeah. like I think like I think the process, you sell them that process, they're gonna be with you longer and you say, Listen, this is this is something that's gonna give you the right tools um and the right confidence to be able to do this yourself for the rest of your life. But like but you, like you can only do so much with someone in six to eight weeks, which and and get them to a certain point, which is a healthy version yeah. of themselves. Not not like you said, an unhealthy. Yes, you might look great, but they're unhealthy doing what they're doing. Um, you you, you need people to buy into your process and, and plan. Um, but like you said, it's it's you can you can do, you can look great and be unhealthy. Um, yeah. and you can, you can you can look not as good and be really really healthy. Do you know what I mean? What what would you say? Like, see the way you were getting like cutting cord, not giving you. I think not giving the coach enough time. Definitely something as well about a case of like. Uh, would you say there's like three or five, like a couple of mistakes that you see people make all the time? Because there's definitely yeah. got people that aren't even remotely know what a carb is. You know, like they have an idea what a carb is, but wouldn't count macros. Would you see anything well, like? There's. I think. I think that one of the thing is is the people. People go from one extreme to the other, and this is like one of the, one of the huge mistakes. I'm just supposed to tell you. They just go from doing absolutely nothing, sitting on the sofa five days a week, eating choice, to training ridiculous amounts two or three times a day, and then they stop eating. Like, I know guys who literally said, I had two meals a day, I did a 5k, and I did their live workout, and I'm like, you have two meals? You usually have five meals and you do nothing. Like, why, why do people go from yeah. one extreme to the other? And it's not even, it's just because you think, oh, they eat less to lose weight, and but then they train, and then after three weeks, that's not sustainable. You can't eat two meals a day and do a 5k and and just say a body weight workout in the same day and think you're gonna be feel fresh in two weeks, you're gonna be not not want to train ever again your whole life. It's just gonna be like daunting, you know what I mean? So I think people try to do too much too soon. Where as a coach this week, I need coach, you tell them, listen, don't do anything yet. Don't start dropping carbs. Don't start doing anything crazy, right? Just show me what you're eating. Let's you know yourself. Let's train. Because you happen to believe in training. Let's see how that affects our body. That will affect someone's body. If they're, if they're having the training, it will affect them. Then you start cleaning up things gradually. But like we said, like uh, we haven't got the time. Sometimes they're trying to give ass for too much too soon. You're like, listen, it's, it's not going to be any good. It's going to hit that eight-week mark. You're going to look great. You're not going to want to train. You're going to be deteriorate. Yeah. Overwhelmed, yeah. Yeah, you make which it look is, good in there. Which is something that, but. Yeah, something that I think a lot of a lot of people make mistakes. But like, this is what I, what I just, what you say to people. Like, like I'm... Yes, I'm promoting myself and, and other trainers out there, but like if I'm I'm going for if I'm going for a financial investment in the gym, I I don't speak to someone who's professional in, in, in the financial game. So I mean I think like go get a bit of advice on um if I was going to buy a house, I don't see someone professional in, in, in the sense because like I, I need to know how to the best way to do this. When some people go out on their own, they need to be push people. Just even get yourself a PT who's gonna train you once a week so you can talk to for the hour or even one, one session a week that you can get some type of professional information off because like people think they can do it themselves. Even me, I do need to talk to other coaches and blah, blah, in, in the sense that 
because like sometimes you're trying to die and, and trying to you know, overtrain and you can do mad things and the people who aren't knowledgeable are doing even crazier things and like that it's not going to have any benefit from going forward they're going to hate their training hate you think dieting is is an absolute chore that's that like that is the word diet like yeah. really breaks them down which isn't good for anyone going like anybody at all you know what I mean yeah the word diet the word diet on itself is you know people use it as a like a no, I'm on a diet. Your diet is just literally what you eat every day, you know? Yeah. It's, it's people, yeah. People are kind of, when it comes to diet and food, people can start, you can start on something or, or, or you, like a diet is something you're on. Like, I mean, I'll probably eat yeah. 40%, 50% the same food as you do, but I just eat them in a smaller amount and then obviously eat the right amount of food around that to fuel me training to perform better, to get in better shape. And it's, and it's that's, I just have to say, I think just people are just on, um, un- uninformed, and I know there's a lot of things out there about. Um, I, I try not to on see what I do. I try not to do too much on nutrition on me online because on social media, only tiptoe around it because that's what I that's what people pay me to coach and show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So with 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 the content boys, everyone's just going to carry deficit, carry deficit, carry deficit. There's a lot more. Like you said, there's a lot more than just carry deficit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like y- you have to know why the foods you're eating are. Because people think. People think calories, like when you think calories, you think they're eating a lot less. And then you actually give them a, a controlled diet, which has good carbs, good protein, good fat in it. And they're like, oh, I can't eat all that too much. And they're like, no, you're just eating too much shite, which is, which were just too much calories and you're overeating. Yeah. So like people's knowledge of, of, of food is not great. And it's, and as I said, it's good for them to either get informed or, or, or pay a coach to actually inform them. So they do keep themselves safe, safe in long-term um, dieting and training. Yeah, like Mickey, you've been you've been through quite like a transformation as well. Like, would you say the main thing, like, like, with, what way does the word that like sort of sit with you and like that whole idea of like, is it more a mindset thing than you think than just calorie deficit? Because obviously, if you don't have the fucking mindset, you know. Yeah, for me, diet. Well, because I've always been into you know health and fitness, even though it didn't it didn't look like it. Um, but yeah, diet for me was always just what I ate. Um. And then not like what I had in a daily, and not being on a diet because I always had that kind of, I had that kind of education in a way, but yeah, I just I started treating food that every food I ate had to have a purpose. I wasn't just binging on on shit and snacks, and then I think that's where I started a real good relationship with food rather than, you know, just just eating for the sake of eating. Um, had to have purpose, and you know, as you said, why you're eating this the carbs this time. Yeah, I think when you, you have a good knowledge of food, and and you and you know your your feels and how you, and how you feel when you eat certain foods and how you feel when you eat how you how bad you feel when you eat other foods. But I think when you're when you're when you're healthy, when you're a healthy person, you will eat genuinely healthy eighty percent of the time, ninety yeah. percent of the time, and then it's only what you do when you're at ten percent. Um. And obviously all the calories. Even me sometimes, like, what's happening for bad months? But never, you've never seen me eating ridiculously bad because I'm just, I just know I need to eat this amount to get function throughout my day. Cause it's so busy or have if we stuff to do. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's obviously you're at ten or twenty percent, and that ten or twenty percent is the diet. To be honest, with you. that ten or twenty percent is the diet is is the bad that you have to lower down if you're if you are, I don't know, trying to get a little bit leaner or yeah. um, trying to perform a little bit better. Because like, like, if I was, if I was going on runs or I was doing a five k. Um, race or something like that. I would make sure I'm a lot leaner than than not a, lot leaner, a little leaner than I am on the norm, just because I can knock 
couple of seconds off it. And that's that 10% of Doyen. People think Doyen is, the way I look at Doyen, it's not the, it's not the, all, all, every single meal that happens a day. Because I already eat 80-90% healthy every single day, no matter what. It's the 10 or 20% that I can let loose in, when I, when I let loose, I can have a little bit bad or, but if I want to really clean up, but that 10 or 20% that I clean up, but like, it's, it's, what you're trying to teach people is you should always be eating healthy. You should always, like, you shouldn't be jumping up and having a, a, a breakfast roll and, uh, and a bottle of Coke and a bar, and a bar of chocolate for, for every <laughs> morning because that's not going to be good for you going forward. You're going to, you're going to have to see health, um, yeah. uh, health uh, negatives going forward. But when you do teach them that, like, okay, this is, you should be eating a healthy meal every, like, healthy, two, three meals a day. And then sometimes you will drift off and eat a bit of bad, but you can clean up that 10%, 20%. It's just when, it's just when people go, go like you said, when these are too, yeah. um, too strict themselves, then when yeah. they do finish up, they think they can go, you know this yourself, anyone that has a client, you go from, you go on the bars of chocolate, every, like, again, like you go absolutely AWOL because if you didn't get caught for the process, is is not that, it's, you're, getting, you're stricting yourself, it shouldn't be that strict that you should be able to be able to do a long term. Yeah, so the restriction binge cycle that people fall in there, especially like a lot of young females that you, you know yourself as somebody with that, you understand that it's where like you go from zero to a hundred, like you're just saying, there's no cranking up the gears. Like in a car, I always just tell them, I'm like, we're not going to go from first to fucking six. We're going from first to second and we'll move and we'll get the wheels moving. And I think that's probably why like, like me and your results are better than most, just the sheer fact that you actually walk with people rather than just go, we're going to, or fucking them in the deep end and they can't swim. <laughs> This is it. Like you, like, you could give anyone a ridiculously hard diet that is gonna like that. Not that ridiculously hard diet. You can like you can do things to people straight away. That's gonna that like going typically will get them down a lot quicker than. But like we said, it's not gonna have any benefit them. They're gonna the minute the minute that diet stops, they're gonna be back onto what what you've you've done before. It's not worse because you felt like that's trapped. It's like they're getting told no, 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 and then as soon as they stop getting told no, it's like shoom, I'm going mad. But like that, if you teach them that it's just that, like no, no matter what, you have to eat healthy. You have to, you have to, you have to eat this this type of food for all your life. But the other ten, I keep saying, is the ten or twenty percent of that, of that, uh, of your food intake per day can be a little bit bad. But if you want to get cleaner, you, you bring down that ten percent. It's a lot easier to look after ten or twenty percent of of food yeah. than is hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? So like I said, for us, you you'd be the same. It's like you're trying to teach people that. Eating healthy is not an eight-week thing. It's not twelve-week thing. It's a long-term thing that you can implement some bad into it, all depending on how, how the goals you want or how you feel. Yeah, like you're going to be eating the rest of your life, so you might as well be fucking good at it. I always use that, and I think that's on the money. Well, like it's the same as sleeping. If your sleep routine shite, people will be like, "Um, I just sleep per." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you're going to be sleeping for life. You may as well practice and try." Hundred percent. Is that a dig at me? Hundred percent. What? Is that a dig at me about my sleep there? Yeah, because I checked Mickey's WhatsApp last night. It said last active at 4.25 in the morning. And I was like, porn? we were talking about porn on one or two podcasts. Ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's the main reason we brought up. Because I was like, Mickey, why are you up that late? And he's like, I'm DJing. And I'm like, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think but the only thing is, now I'm a sleeper. You're, you're probably saying with early clients, I'm a 10 p.m. man, half 10. When I was during this, I'm not I'm like a 12 o'clock in the night, struggling some nights. It's because of, Nothing kind of, but not anxiety. It's kind of like you're kind of overwhelmed with what's going on. You're sitting the yeah. house and a lot of overthinking. As soon as you jump in the bed, for some reason, the head starts ticking. You start thinking of more stuff and blah blah blah. But like I think everyone's kind of sleep is all over the place. But like it is a huge part. If I was 
if I was going, if I would be in the horrors if I went to sleep after half ten on when I, when everything's normal and I'm, I'm doing clients now because you're up at five. You know what I mean? You have to go to sleep at twelve or one. You'd be you'd, you'd be no use to anyone. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> so, Jamie, in closing, where can uh, people find you if they want to uh, find out more? Yeah. So, um, social media. My name is Jamie J A M O E Junry D O O N E R Y. Um, just that in the search bar. Um, my website is Insanity Fitness. Polyops, so O-I-N-S-A-N-I-T-Y, F-O-I-T-N-E-S-S, Polyops, P-O-L-L-Y-H-O-P-S. Um, so that's all my plans on that. Um, so website, Instagram, I'm usually putting up daily workouts, doing live workout every single day, which is, which is really good, good beneficial for me. Um, I've won it on the road now at 12 o'clock. So, um, <laughs> I'm, so it's beneficial for me to look at certain times, train, and it's good to get my clients in the gym and obviously online clients and other people who follow me. Um, up training in the next cool cool i think a lot of people get uh some good advice on this year and it's i think it's always good to bring it back to back to zero and just the fundamentals as you said get them in place worry about the small percentages than the than the big this is this is the thing anyone that's listening here that listen that was thinking of getting coaches like that just about about being for for about looking for a coach that's being real with you and, and and that you can connect with which could be anybody, let's be honest. And you need to have that connection, you need to break down them goals because it's not about sometimes the most knowledgeable, um, it's not about all the knowledge, it's about just knowing what you need to know, connecting with a trainer, connecting and, and, and then going with that. And, and usually that's the better um, solution going forward to, to have a better um, fitness regime long term. Yeah, I, I got a good laugh. Seeing your spelling, I was like, I was in my head. I was like, Fuck, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm I do it all the time. I do it on my, on my, so I do a, um, I do a live on the old sound. I do a live on Facebook, and I do send them on to every, every day. So I mean, for them, yeah, so I'm well used to, well used to. Uh, <laughs> just the polyhops one. No one, no one can polyhops one. So what the thing was, the polyhops was a, was a, band, was a big club in, in Dublin, um. And when I opened the when I opened it, should always drop. I always keep thinking about dropping. And um, when I opened it, that was it was exactly where the pub was. That's why I called it that because anyone around the area was like, "Oh, that's up at the pub." So the pub is it, it spells a bit mad. So everyone knows that. But like, yeah, when the bigger I got, I'm saying, "Should always drop that." But it's just in the area itself. When, yeah. I, when I started off, now like I literally hadn't got I think I had five clients. So that was as like if I use that as a name, maybe people know where it is. You know what I mean? So but now it's, it's going a little bit more bigger. And um, you can kind of have you have clients coming from all over that going like, why is it called polyops? So it probably doesn't have as much meaning to it anymore. But um, it did it did good at the start. Yeah. Well, cheers, Jimmy, for coming on. Um, and as no I said, I think I people are gonna get a load of good stuff out of this, and hopefully, um, hopefully they've enjoyed listening. And thanks to everybody for tuning in for the last few episodes. Uh, especially the last two has really kicked off. And people such good feedback and as always uh you can get me and tony on instagram like you couldn't dj and tony michael levy and tony's actually got a real good competition on at the minute so if everybody wants to shoot over to his instagram and get uh get entered but yeah we'll see you again soon Savage, cheers, cheers have a good cheers have a lovely weekend cheers see you no, later appreciate it. thank you cheers lad. take it easy cheers. okay bye bye